Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will will get you though for just 20 bucks a month you can get unlimited talk text and plenty of 5g data from my sponsor and my cell phone company pure talk make the switch today and save an additional 50 percent off your first month choose a wireless company who shares our values go to puretalk.com slash jesse to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries that's puretalk.com slash jesse I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Brittany Griner's coming home. We have thoughts about that. We have a couple congressmen on. We have Mike Slater on to talk about the attack on the American church. All that's coming up on I'm Right. Well, the news of the day is Brittany Griner, WNBA star? Are there stars in the WNBA? She plays women's basketball. In the WNBA, well, she used to until she went to Russia with drugs and then got thrown in a penal colony. And she got swapped today for a man named Victor Boot. Not going to go into all the background on it. You should just know Victor Boot was a Russian intelligence officer or asset. Or look, it's a little murky. Victor Boot could speak foreign languages well and was connected in the Russian government. Soviet Union falls. Victor Boot finds himself, a man of resources, in a position to hand out tanks, missiles, weapons all over the planet, Africa, Middle East, Taliban. Victor Boot is known as the merchant of death. Well, here's, here's, a, little, here's a little CBS video of Victor Boot. Victor Boot, uh, in, in my eyes, um, 
is one of the most dangerous men on the face of the earth. On the face of the earth. Without a doubt. So he weaponizes civil war in Africa. He transformed these young adolescent warriors into uh, insidious, mindless, maniacally driven killing machines that operated with assembly line efficiencies. He is a shadow facilitator. He's arming not only designated terrorist groups, uh, insurgent groups, but he's also arming very powerful drug trafficking cartels uh, around the globe. We traded a WNBA player for that human being. Well, the question is, why? I mean, why? Paul Whelan is currently an American citizen who's being held prisoner in Russia. Brittany Griner just got there. Paul Whelan's been there for four years, former U.S. Marines, total stud. Why Brittany Griner instead of Paul Whelan? Well, it's not Brittany Griner's fault. It's not Joe Biden's fault. The truth is, if Paul Whelan and the Whelan family are upset that Paul Whelan didn't get released, Paul should know he only has himself to blame. Paul, you're not gay enough. You're white and you're straight. If you want to get sprung from a Russian prison, you better go grab yourself a boyfriend. That's just the bottom line. Oh, Jess, you, you're just being over the top. No, I'm not. We live now in the U.S. of gay. Look, don't take it from me. Powerful people know it. Randy Weingarten, head of the teachers union, been basically running this country for two years. What a great relief. Extraordinary news. A basketball star, but also a gay black woman is released. Don Lemon echoed those sentiments right here. I think I would be remiss if we did not mention also the importance this plays for the LGBTQ community. Yes, sir. As we've been talking about black women, this is big. So this is for the LGBTQ community. Of course. Now, Jesse, you shouldn't call it the U.S. of gay. That's disrespectful. Okay? What flag flies on our embassies now across the globe? You do know that rainbow flags fly at U.S. embassies now across the globe. You do know that Brittany Griner got prioritized over Paul Whelan because she's a black lesbian. You see, the truth of the matter is this. Well, there are a couple hard truths of the matter. Republicans, when they get elected, when Republicans take power, they spend every single waking moment reaching out to their enemies and apologizing for their friends. Sorry about those icky tea partiers. Ew. Democrats would never, the, the communists would never consider that. Communists, when they take power, they do two things, and two things always. You know what they are by now. The communists do what? They punish their enemies, and they reward their friends. The communists understand that the LGBTQ demon mob is a critical part of their voter base now, and so Brittany Griner was just gay enough to get released. And you have to understand something else, and this may make you uncomfortable, but I don't give a crap. <clears throat> they're coming for your church. You know that, right? If you're an Orthodox Jew, they're coming for your synagogue. If you're a Muslim, they're coming for your mosque. Ja, Jesse, that'll never happen here. Please wake up and grow up. It's happening right now. Communists 
hate religions? Why do you think in the Soviet Union they tore down the churches and killed the priests? Why do you think in China they tore down the Buddhist temples and killed the monks? Why do you think they do this in country after country after country after country? Whatever the religion happens to be, it is attacked relentlessly. In Spain, they crucified the priests on the altar and then assaulted the nuns in ways that I won't describe for you here because there are children watching. They're coming for your church. Oh, Joe Biden, uh, Respect for Marriage Act. Okay, so we're, we're going to have the Respect for Marriage Act now. Uh, do keep in mind that the same people calling this the Respect for Marriage Act passed a massive climate change bill and called it the Inflation Reduction Act. It has nothing to do whatsoever with respect for marriage. It has everything to do with the war that has been declared on you and your faith. You see, you don't live in the U.S. of A. You live in the U.S. of gay. And if you happen to have religious beliefs that go counter to the U.S. of gay's state religion, well, you're just an enemy of the state. What, why do you think it is? Why do you think it is that local libraries now, public libraries now, will regularly bring in some half-naked drag queen with his twig and berries hanging out to read storybooks to your children, yet Kirk Cameron, wonderful human being, has a brand new faith-based book series, and he called around to 50, 5-0, called around to 50 libraries and was rejected outright. Credit to the libraries for being honest about what they believe. One of them flat out said, quote, we are a very queer friendly library. Our messaging does not align. Another one rejected him, I'm not making this up, because he was white and they're focusing on racial equity. And I just want to pause here for a brief moment before I continue on with everything else. And I want to address who's to blame here. Maybe you're sitting there right now and you're getting worked up that you now live in the U.S. of gay, and I get that. That's a, that's a bitter pill to swallow. You just see it everywhere. You can't buy a pack of Oreos or watch the Hallmark Channel. It's all over the daggone place. The flag flies at the emblems that's ingrained in your U.S. military. It's in your public libraries. It's in your child's school books. But if you're upset about that, it's important to know that this is the fault of America's Christian church. Sorry, it is. Every pastor, I know we have many that watch the show, every pastor who's ever gotten up in front of his congregation and said, hey, we're, we're above politics, guys. We're not Democrat or Republican here. We're, we're just focused on Jesus and turning the other cheek. We don't, we don't get involved in politics, guys. Did you think you were really above politics, Mr. Pastor? You're about to find out otherwise. You're knee-deep involved in it, and the wolves are coming for you. You see, while you were busy being above it all, they were busy banging down your doors so they can crucify you on your altar in their own way in this country, and you have nobody but yourself to blame. As you watched these demons sexualize children and chop the breasts off of 15-year-old girls, you should have been leading your congregation like an army to the polls and telling them who to vote for. But you were busy being above it all. Guess who's not above it all? Them. They're not above it all at all. 
They understand full well that you are the foe they must defeat. They operate as if you are a foe they must defeat. You operate as if we're just just cheek turners here, guys. It's your fault, Mr. Pastor. You upset by what's happened in the country? Are you upset that we now have restaurants feeling totally comfortable banning any religious services? We had a 90-person 90 90 dinner scheduled at a, a restaurant in Virginia. Quote, recently we refused service, or wait, not, not 90 person, a big, big uh, restaurant. Recently we refused service to a group that had booked an event with us after the owners of Metzger found out it was a group of donors to a political organization that seeks to deprive women and LGBTQ plus persons of their basic human rights in Virginia. We've always refused service to anyone for making our staff uncomfortable or unsafe. And this is a driving force behind our decision. Many of our staff are women and or members of the LGBTQ community. You see, while you were busy being above it all, they're sexualizing your children, murdering unborn babies. They are coming now for your churches and they're gonna come for your churches with the full approval of the law of the land. And they're gonna come for your churches and religious institutions, schools and otherwise with the full approval of the law of the land because the politicians you were too above it all to vote for made it a law. It's your fault. All that may have made you uncomfortable but I am right. We have our buddy Mike Slater. He's so good about breaking this stuff down, breaking down where we are, where we're going in this country. He is going to join us in just a moment. Now, maybe you're sitting there saying to yourself, that restaurant disgusts me. Jesse, I, I, would, never, I would never eat there. Jesse, Jesse, I only want to eat at restaurants that actually share my values and my faith. Oh, good. I'm glad you feel that way. You should feel that way. We all should feel that way. I have a resource for you. It's called Public SQ. It's an app. Download it right on your phone. Doesn't matter what you have. iPhone, Google, whatever you have. Public SQ. Download it today. What is it? It's a database, a growing database of businesses in your area that share your values. You see, the communists are very, very purposeful with where they go and where they don't go, what they buy and what they don't buy. You must be equally purposeful. Fight like you have an enemy because you do. Download Public SQ today. Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. Well, now you can hear your very own PDB in the form of a podcast hosted by me, Brian Dean Wright, a former CIA operations officer. Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning. I like some perspective, don't you? I like sometimes, look, we get so wrapped up in the news, we lose perspective on things. I do. I like Mike Slater's new podcast, Politics by Faith, because it offers some helpful perspective. Might just find yourself feeling better about things, or worse, <laughs> depending on the topic of the day. Joining me now, my friend Mike Slater. All right, Mike, the Respect for Marriage Act. Man, that sounds mm. that sounds so nice. Respect for marriage. That, man, this is nice, isn't it, Mike? 
Sure, don't you respect it after all? Uh, it's a trick. There's no. three dates we got to know about this. And this is a sneak peek of tomorrow's episode of Politics by Faith, by the way, so you get a little, little preview. So it's three dates to know. First, 1996. That was the Defense of Marriage Act, signed by Bill Clinton. It passed the Senate 85 to 14. So I'm like, that said that marriage is between a man and a woman, something that every human being has believed to be true for all time, <laughs> everywhere. Then, second date, 2015. Obergefell, this was the Supreme Court case five to four, that said based on the 14th Amendment, Equal Protection Clause, every state has to recognize a gay marriage that's performed in a state where it's legal. So if Adam and Steve get married in Massachusetts, Tennessee has to recognize their marriage. Even if Tennessee doesn't have gay marriage, they have to recognize the marriage that happened in Massachusetts, right? So that was the big gay marriage case back in 2015. Third date, a couple months ago, the reversal of Roe v. Wade. So they reversed Roe v. Wade that was based on the 14th Amendment. Now, in that decision, Clarence Thomas said, hey, you know, maybe we should take a look at these other Supreme Court cases that were based on the 14th Amendment in the past. One of those cases was gay marriage, Obergefell. So the gay lobby freaked out, thinking that the Supreme Court is going to rescind uh, Obergefell, and then we're going to go back to the prehistoric days of, of uh, marriage between a man and a woman. So they freaked out, and they said, we have to codify Obergefell into law, and that is what this bill is. It is the Respect for Marriage Act, which says every state, even if gay marriage is not allowed there, must recognize gay marriage performed in another state. Now, here's what's noteworthy about this, Jenny. This Respect for Marriage Act, so the pro-gay marriage act, passed the Senate 61 to 36. 12 Republican senators voted for it, and 39 Republicans voted for it in the House. So you need to recognize, we all need to recognize how fast this happened. The Defense of Marriage Act was only 26 years ago, and it was 85 to 14. It's been a total flip, only 26 years ago. Prop 8 in California was passed in 2008. Prop 8 said, uh, is marriage a man and a woman? 52% of Californians in 2008, 14 years ago, said that marriage is between a man and a woman in California. And today, just 14 years later, if you say otherwise, you're the worst person on the planet. How quickly did that happen? And the second big thing is Why? it's never enough. They're not done. We're going to get to that in a second. Why did it happen so fast, Mike? I know that question's on everyone's mind as they hear you say because it, it is shocking. I just It was on a dime it happened. Why? Yeah. It, I think, uh, well, Romans 13, I think God gave us over to ourselves. Uh, he eventually said, you want this? Here you go. Let's hasten the, uh, the, 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 the consequences of this sin that you so badly want in your country. And we're seeing the horrible fruit of it, and it's coming for the church. Uh, the LGBTQ lobby is not happy with this Respect for Marriage Act. They say it's not enough uh, because it exempts religious organizations from the bill. So in this bill, a church can still refuse to host or officiate a same-sex marriage. And the gay lobby thinks, oh, that's outrageous. I assure you, Jesse, with as much certainty as I am standing here right now, that a gay couple, just like a gay couple went to the Christian baker and demanded they bake a cake, just like the gay couple went to the Christian website designer and demanded that they make them a website, a gay couple will go to a Christian church, and a real Christian church, not like the Episcopals or the United Church of Christ or the Mormons. The Mormons are now in support of gay marriage. A gay couple will go to a real Bible-believing church and demand that the pastor there officiate their wedding. And if that pastor refuses, they will destroy that church and every other church until they cave. And the churches will cave one by one. Question is how many will. I don't know. 
why is our church so pathetic and soft in this country, Mike? I find it embarrassing. Yeah. I see, I, I used to, look, I, I ran out of my church when I had to hear about my white privilege from the pastor up there. But I see pastor after pastor after pastor in this country. Well, we're above it all. We're not, we're not to the left or right. We don't do politics here. Why is our church so weak? Yeah, it's an amazing question. I love my church as well. Um, my theme for this year, and hopefully the rest of my life, is a very simple question. Who do you fear more? God or man. And the uh, church for last maybe 30 years has been in what they call a seeker-sensitive movement. So the goal is to get as many people as possible into the building. And we'll do it by rock concerts and every way that we can be as much like the world as possible to bring the world in, then we'll convert souls. And that is a proven failed uh, process. It doesn't work that way. What happens is the church ultimately becomes more like the world. The world doesn't become more like the church. The church becomes more like the world. And we see it in churches all across the country. And the churches, they're, this is what the, this is my plea to the Christian Christians and pastors, people who run churches especially. You need to know what you're up against. These Marxists believe that everything is a battle between the oppressors and the oppressed, right? You, you know this, Jesse. The oppressors are you and me, white, straight men. But the biggest oppressor of all, and they don't explicitly say this often because they don't want to get in trouble, they don't want to show their cards too quickly. The biggest oppressors of all are the Christians, because the Christians are against everything that the progressives are doing. We've all heard of white privilege. Get ready for Christian privilege. You've heard of the 1619 Project, of course, they say that slavery was our original sin, but what they really mean to say is that Christianity was our original sin. And if Christianity is the oppressor and social justice is about alleviating the oppression, then social justice must be opposed to Christianity. So when you invite that into your church, what do you think is going to happen to you? And I implore everyone to leave that church and go find a real Bible-believing church. While they still exist, by the way, Jesse, I was thinking of you because uh, this, they tested this in Houston. So the way they're going to get rid of the churches, or attack, the first way they're going to attack the churches, I should say, is, of course, from the inside. But uh, they're going to get rid of their tax-exempt status. And Houston, your city, tried this, Jesse, in 2015. Uh, what was her name? Parker? Something Parker. She was the first gay mayor of Houston. And she subpoenaed all the sermons of all the churches dealing with homosexuality and gender identity for the purpose of, first of all, intimidating them, but also proving, hey, look, you're political. Right? So to the Marxist, everything's political and sexuality is political. So if you are a church and you're talking about sexuality, that is by definition politics. You're engaging in politics. We're going to take away your tax income status. So that was an effort in 2015. Luckily, there was enough backlash. Uh, but she was a couple years ahead of her time, but I promise you it's coming, this persecution, and to that I say, good, bring it. Mike, let's just take a quick sidetrack here and talk about Please. mental health in this country. I know this is something you talk about a lot. Uh, you can't turn on the news anymore without seeing some other nutball losing his mind or the worst stuff in the world is child suicide, child suicidal thoughts. People, the people are breaking mentally in this country and they're breaking mm. fast. It's awful to watch. Yeah, we talked about this, well, I'll tell you what, two episodes ago, it was Tuesday, we talked about uh, hard-heartedness and uh, callousness that we see in our country. And I love talking to you, Jesse, because you're a tough guy, but you're not a hard-hearted person. You're not a callous person. I mean, we'll talk about like 
uh, well, sensitive issues, like abortion, for instance, and like it breaks your heart, right? You're a real man in that way. But there's a lot of hard-heartedness in our culture, and the Bible talks about that a lot, of course. It talks about the callous of your soul, the callousness of your soul and how that happens. Uh, Paul talks about how consciences have been seared with a hot iron. That was two episodes ago. In the last episode, we talked about this mental health thing. And my thesis is that kids, adults too, but kids in particular, don't, their mental health is all screwed up. They're living in chaos and anxiety because they don't have shalom. We do a whole study on the word shalom. This is how Jews and in Israel, they say hello and goodbye, but it means more than that. It means peace. It means completeness, wholeness, rest. We don't have it because we got rid of God. God is called the Lord of our peace. True peace is found when you connect with God. Remove God, and we're shocked that people don't have peace. Remove God, and people are shocked that we have chaos. So how do we find shalom? And the Bible has one line, uh, they call it perfect peace. Right? That's what we really want, we want perfect peace. If we have so much anxiety, then what's well, the opposite of that? Perfect peace, and that's uh, uh, the Hebrew of that is shalom, shalom. So we need to find shalom, shalom, and get back to God. It's the only way, and this whole article in the Washington Post, I know we gotta go, this whole article in the Washington Post about this problem, at least they're recognizing it, and they're saying it's exasperated by COVID lockdowns, of course. But the whole article is about how to solve it. And they say, well, we need more therapists in schools. That's the solution. Huh. We need more money for more therapists in schools. So we're going to have more secular therapists talking about transgender surgeries to our 12-year-olds and nowhere near God when he's the true answer. If you want shalom, shalom, you know where to find it. Mike Slater, you're the best, brother. It is the Politics by Faith podcast. I appreciate you, man. Thanks, man. Thank you. You're not stuck in your timeshare. You hear me? I know you want out. I get it. I, I, I get calls all the time, emails. Jesse, what's that timeshare company you talk about? Jesse, I'm so sick of this. Jesse, I tried to get out. One lady had to pass it down to her daughter when she died. Her daughter had to pick up the payments. Lone Star Transfer gets 99% of the people who work with them out. I know you probably think you're a special case and I read the fine print. That, no, you can get out. You are one phone call away from freedom. Call Lone Star Transfer. They'll get you out. Family business, 16,000, over 16,000 people legally and permanently out. They guarantee it in writing. Call 844-310-2646. 844-310-2646. We'll be back. Big tech, big government, big media, all colluding to keep valuable information from we the people. And of course, John, we know the consequences of all this are that Joe Biden was president, became president, and we have 41-year high inflation, a border that's no longer a border, rampant crime, and all the other problems we see with, with this administration, not least of which is the FBI has been weaponized against we the people and is no longer treating Americans equally under the law. Kind of a big deal, no? Joining me now, Congressman Tom McClintock, Congressman from California, also, more importantly for our discussion today, sits on the House Judiciary Committee. Congressman, I say it all the time, there's nothing, I realize there are big issues, inflation, gas prices, I, I know these things matter, the border, there's nothing more dangerous going on in this country than what's happening within the walls of the FBI. What can we do about it? Well turn over the rock and see what's underneath. And that's what uh, House Republicans begin doing uh, on January the 3rd. I mean, there's, there's now overwhelming evidence uh, that uh, uh, the, the most, uh, the, the, the Justice Department, the agency that we give terrifying powers to, 
uh, was using its power and uh, authority uh, to tamper with the 2016 and 2020 elections. They were up to their eyeballs in uh, in marketing the um, uh, the uh, uh, Russia collusion hoax, uh, and and now we learn uh, they actively worked to suppress uh, the New York Post story, which painted a devastating picture of longtime Biden uh, family influence peddling, from which Joe Biden was not only involved but was benefiting from. Uh, uh, this is shocking. This is the embryo of a police state uh, within the agencies uh, that have the power to destroy people's lives, intimidate uh, parents trying to go to school board meetings. Uh, uh, it's, it's, we, we've got to get to the bottom of it or we will lose our freedom. There's no question of that. No question, but I love hearing you speak like that because it is so true. All right, I, I'm not naive. I don't, I don't just want to throw firebombs. I know we don't have the presidency. I know we don't have the Senate. We have a slim majority in the House. Realistically, I don't want to boost people's expectations. What can we do once these hearings start and the FBI starts doing what they always do? Well, I can't comment on an ongoing investigation. What can we do after they do that? Because we all know that's coming. Well, you, Louis Brandeis said that sunlight is the best of disinfectants. Uh, I, I do think we're going to be able to, to uh, uh, un, uh, turn over a lot of rocks and watch what crawls out from under them. Uh, but in addition to that, uh, we have the power of the purse. Uh, all spending bills originate in the House of Representatives. Not a single dollar can be spent by this government without the House of Representatives saying it can be spent. Uh, that gives us a significant amount of, uh, of leverage um, uh, in, in conducting the oversight that is, is, is so desperately needed. Congressman, okay, that's the FBI, DOJ. I'm glad you're all over that. What other investigations can we expect? Every time you turn on the television, someone is demanding something else be investigated. Let's be honest, there's a lot that should be investigated at this point. But what, what, what's realistic? What are we going to see? Well, first and foremost, my preference would be we spend about 80% of our time and energy on policy uh, that, to secure the borders, to get our finances back under control. Uh, these are mortal perils to our country that have been set in motion by this administration. You know, history is warning us that a country that either cannot or will not secure its borders simply isn't around very long. And a country that um, bankrupts itself also is not around very long because before you can provide for the common defense or promote the general welfare, you have to be able to pay for them and the ability of our country to do so is coming into to grave question. So for, first and foremost, we've got to attend the policy matters. Uh, but uh, there are also crucial questions involving the future of our country that have to be answered. We've, we've talked about one, uh, the, the, the embryo of a police state going within our justice department. Uh, I think also uh, a top priority has to be given uh, to the origins of COVID and the effect of the lockdowns. Uh, we need to find out exactly how this disease once unleashed on the world uh, that claimed millions of lives uh, uh, and uh, uh, investigate the lockdowns and the damage that they did to, to people's livelihoods uh, and people's lives. Uh, we've seen a huge uptick uh, during the lockdowns of uh, uh, deaths due to suicide, alcohol and drug related deaths uh, a death due to delayed health screenings and delayed uh, uh, health treatments. Um, so I think that that is, is also a top priority. And if finally, uh, we need to get to the bottom of what the Biden family was doing uh, in uh, influence peddling all those years 
uh, uh, evidence that was clearly laid out, not only in the Hunter Biden laptop, but in so many corroborating witnesses who have since stepped forward. Congressman, you brought up the power of the purse and how it lies with the House. I saw earmarks are back in style, I guess. Can you explain for the person who doesn't even understand what they are, what are earmarks? Well, earmarks are when a, a congressman, instead of going through the normal competitive merit-based system, uh, simply designates uh, how money is going to be spent and to whom it's going to be given. Uh, this is how uh, members of Congress uh, uh, fund their pet projects, uh, lavish uh, public uh, funds on their, on their key supporters. Uh, it is highly corrupting. It was the source of most of the political corruption in which Congress was embroiled in the 1990s and 2000s. Uh, when Republicans last hold, held a majority of the House, we did away with them. And we got along just fine with the merit-based competitive system. Unfortunately, they've now been brought back, and that's going to make uh, it much more difficult to control spending, uh, and it's something that I hope that the Republican conference will reconsider uh, in the coming days. Why would we bring it back? I, I, I'm not under the impression that the GOP has been fiscally responsible for quite some time. They spend way too much money, too. Obviously, Democrats spend more. But why would the GOP, supposedly the fiscally more responsible party, why would they bring it back? It makes no sense. Who's calling for this? Well, the, the argument is, well, uh, this, is, this is just Congress fulfilling its, uh, it, its fiscal role as the controller of the purse. But it's been a settled principle of good governance since Magna Carta, and it's at the core of our constitutional separation of, of, of powers, that the, the, uh, uh, the individual that spends money, that, that power to spend money should be entirely separate from the power to appropriate. That's why we have our Constitution written as it is. Congress appropriates money but can't spend it. The president spends money but can't appropriate it. It's the most important anti-corruption measure we have in the Constitution, and yet earmarks uh, short-circuit that protection and combine those two powers in, in the same hands. Uh, why do they do it? Well, a lot of them will say, well, I just don't trust the administration, the unelected bureaucrats to spend the money uh, uh, instead of, uh, of me. And the, uh, the answer to that, of course, is if you don't trust them to spend the money, don't give them the money. Amen. Congressman, that was awesome. Thanks for making us smarter today. I appreciate you. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. We got light in the mood. Next. You know what no one tells you when you become a parent, especially when you have boys? I can't speak for girls. I only have boys. You know what no one tells you? No one tells you that eventually they'll smell. I had a conversation with one of my sons, I'm not gonna name who, I had a conversation with him this morning about showering. And I said, buddy, when's the last time you showered? And he looks at me and says, oh, uh, I don't remember. Yeah, get yourself some Eden Pure Thunderstorms, please. Because they've become lifesavers in our home. It's not just that they've taken away my allergies. Uh, they clean the odors out of the air. They don't cover them up. They clean the air. And man, my air needs it. And these little miracles do it. I love Eden Pure Thunderstorms. I own six of them now. They sell three packs for my viewers. You have to go to EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE. That gets you $200 off a three-pack and free shipping. EdenPureDeals.com code JESSE. All right, 
it is time to lighten the mood. And what lightens your mood more, or my mood more, than Joe Biden pooping his pants and stumbling all over himself and finally just flat out admitting, well, the truth? I don't know if any of you have any seats, but if you have a seat, please take them. <laughs> I once said that when I first became president, and they said, Biden is so slow, he doesn't realize there are no seats out here. <laughs> anyway. I'll see you tomorrow. Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. Well, now you can hear your very own PDB in the form of a podcast hosted by me, Brian Dean Wright, a former CIA operations officer. Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country, giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning. Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has supported our nation's heroes and their families ever since. Heroes like Marine Corps Sergeant Adam Mayo. Mayo served our nation for over seven years before he was catastrophically injured during training. He was left paralyzed from the chest down, severely limiting his ability to move around his home independently. Tunnel to Towers paid Sergeant Mayo's mortgage, removing a financial burden for him and his family. The foundation gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his specific needs. Tunnel to Towers has already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes. The foundation is also committed to eradicating veteran homelessness. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. The 2024 election is upon us, and now is the time to fight back against the war on masculinity in American society today. Thankfully, the patriots at Chalk, C-H-O-Q, are here to help real American men maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. I've been taking a male vitality stack from Chalk for like three years now. It is incredible. They are here to help make American men strong again. Testosterone. 
testosterone fueled again. Maximize your masculinity today at choq.com. Use the code JESSE for a massive discount on any Chalk subscription for life. choq.com, code JESSE. Limited time offer, subscription cancelable at any time.